And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, July 10th. And we are here, whether it is a weekend or a weekday, seven days a week, we are here to answer your financial questions or maybe to try to help you prioritize what your next best step should be along your financial journey. We don't really care what the topic is. We mostly are voyeurs interested in you, in your lives. This is the program about you. So if you would like to give us a holler, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Don't forget to let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. That's what Susan did. Susan's on the line from Illinois. Hi, Susan. Well, thanks for taking my call, Jill. I really appreciate it. And I'm a big fan of the podcast. Oh, thanks so much. So I had a question around uh, target date funds. So I've been looking at my, my 401k plan, and just to keep it simple, I was thinking of doing a target date, mm-hmm. um, so it'll automatically adjust over time, but I wasn't sure what date to target because I don't really know when I'm going to retire. So wanted to get your thoughts and advice on how to handle that. Okay, great. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am 36. Mm-hmm. Um, I am single. Uh, no kids, at least not any human ones that I have to pay for college for. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I make around 120 k a year. Have you already started contributing to your retirement account? Yes, I have about 100000 in my 401k right now. And is your plan currently that you would take that hundred grand and pop it all into a target date fund? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I have some of it in a target date fund now, and then I have some of it in a few other funds. Uh, just because when I started the plan, I didn't have the target date funds available. Mm-hmm. So I have like a stock index and a bond fund. And um, I, the plan has some tools to help you determine what to pick based on your age and mm-hmm. risk level and all that. So I used those tools a while back. I was just reassessing it and trying to figure out what I should do going forward. Okay, very interesting. What is the fund company that is the stock index fund what, that you own right now? It's a Vanguard. Okay. Is the whole plan held at Vanguard or is it just Vanguard funds inside of something else? It's managed by Fidelity and Vanguard is, um, there's a number of 
options with Vanguard, but there are some other options there as well. Do you have in your menu of options something like that would be called either a Fidelity or a Vanguard fund called something like the Intermediate Term Bond Index, something like that? I think so. I think so, too. I'm going to guess. I think that a target date fund is probably unnecessary for you. I know that it sort of feels like, oh, you know what? I can just like outsource this to someone else. Exactly. Right? Okay. But all that you're doing is you're basically saying, I'm going to outsource this so they're going to put money in an index fund, which is fine, but there's usually a little cost for that. And target date funds are notoriously difficult to discern from one another. So here's what I mean. You might say to me, okay, I'm 36. So therefore, what I'd like to do is put my money in a a 2050 retirement plan because I'll probably retire when I'm 65, 70 years old, whatever, right? And Mm -hmm. what you might find is if you click through that target date fund, you might find, holy smokes, that's way riskier than I'm comfortable with. Because a lot of the target date funds tend to be investing not to that date of 2050. 35, 40, 50, 55, but they're presuming that you get to that date and then need the money to last for 30 more years, which would argue on paper to be much riskier than perhaps something that you might feel comfortable with. So what I'm going to suggest is going back to the drawing board. I know I'm going to make you work on this one. I'm sorry about that. But what I would do is I would go through and look at that nice little maybe what they call it is a risk assessment or whatever, they, an asset allocation okay. calculator. I would go through that and I would see what it comes up with. And maybe, okay. it, maybe it comes up with, hey, you should be 70% stocks and 30% bonds. Then just use the stock index and the bond index and call it a day. And then you can take that maybe uh, that, that same exact questionnaire and maybe look at it in a year two years, whatever, but like usually would only change dramatically if something in your life changed, not if the markets change, but if something in your life changed, hey, I just inherited $5 million. My risk parameters might be different today. So Mm -hmm. I think that that would probably serve you quite well. And if you'd like, um, you can feel free to grab a screenshot of the available funds that you have and shoot it to us as an email and Mark and I'll look it over. And um, we can get back to you and tell you which of those index funds is maybe the cheapest fund to to own, because some of them do have extra costs. So we just would prefer to make sure you have the, the cheapest available option to you. If you would like to join us on the program, it's as easy as a few clicks or taps. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button. Just be sure to check that box that says you'll come on the air. Mark will arrange everything else. And don't forget, we've got another broadcast. We've got a radio show that's on the weekends, and we also have another podcast. It's called Eye on Money. Check it out. Okay, put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 